feeling better, looking better, making life better. It's Life Tips. Life, life, life. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Life tips. Life tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the Life Tips Show, everyone. Byron here with Jillian. Jillian, welcome. Thank you for having me. You're an author of an exciting new book, Getting There, a Book of Mentors. Happy to have you on board. I have several hundred questions for you about this wonderful research project you must have already gone. How about Jim Koch, the, the co-founder of Boston Beer Company, worth, by the way, $1.2 billion. Did you fly out to Boston to actually... Yeah, he's he lives in Boston, doesn't he? Yes, he, he was does. in Boston. I went to Boston, and um, and I met him there. He's awesome. Um, his his story is that he had gone to Harvard, and he went um, to this you know joint business law degree program. And first of all, he dropped out of the program midway. And he became an Outward Bound instructor. And <laughs> Outward Bound is like an outdoor adventure program. So people would, you know, sign up and he would take them camping and rappelling and all of that. It's it's roughing it. So for three years, he was basically being, you know, leading people on camping trips. Um and he learned a lot. He learned a lot from that. I mean, I won't get into all of the detail because once, like I said, I could go on for an hour. But he learned a lot of lessons from that um, that he ended up using uh, to help him launch his business. But he went back to school. He finished school. Then he got a job um, at the Boston Consulting Group. And this was a kind of cushy you know, well-paid, well, highly sought-after job that a lot of people would be jealous of. But Jim was miserable, and he really wanted to start a brewery. Uh, But he was urged by a lot of people, and especially by his family, not to do it. Um, And eventually, he was also worried about sort of risking it all, like risking his great job, to, to do something entrepreneurial. But then one day he realized that if his entrepreneurial venture didn't pan out, he'd always be able to rejoin the workforce and um, that the real risk was spending years of his life trapped in, you know, in a career that he hated. Um, so he decided to give it a try and he did. And the rest is history. Like you said, he's worth over a billion there have been many articles written about, you know, strategies to start microbreweries and things like that, you know. Did he talk much about actual business strategy? Of course, he's the chairman of the board now. He's no longer the president of the CEO. But did he did he talk much about business strategy with you out of curiosity? Um, he talked about some business strategy. I mean, he, he talked about the importance of, of always investing in the quality of your product. So, because, you know, that's what your business stands on. So every time he had um, a chance, he would reinvest in newer technologies. And he says that a glass of Sam Adams beer today is a lot better um, than it was when he started because he's got more sophisticated ingredients and he uses better 
um, more, more sophisticated equipment and better ingredients and that kind of thing. Um, and he also talked about an interesting tip, um, which was his company's hiring standard. And they, they never hire someone unless that person will raise the average. They, so before they employ anyone, they say, is this person better than the average of the current, you know, people we have working in this position? And if the answer is no, they don't make the hire. So, Basically, if you if you proceed that way, your company gets better and better with each new hire. Very and, interesting tip there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, they've been willing to be pretty patient. I think they said the record was 18 months for a sales position in Arizona. I'd like to ask you about uh, uh, Gary Hirschberg, uh, the CEO of Stonyfield Farm. I'm from Maine. Now, he's from New Hampshire as well as their corporate yeah. office there. So I didn't want to confuse that. But I have been a fan of Stony. Well, not a fan, but a customer, I should say. What was he all about? He's, he's an interesting character. Yes. So, okay. Well, one of the themes in, this, in, in my book and getting there is, um, is to be an out-of-the-box thinker. Um, you know, to a lot of these people are, are leaders. And if you're a leader, you don't just follow the herd. You look around and you question things. Um, and Gary Hirschberg is a great example of this. So he started looking at what we were doing to our food about, you know, spraying it with pesticides and injecting animals with hormones and all of that, and he didn't think this was all such a great idea. Um, and he started, you know, um, being vocal about it before most people did. So back back then, nobody knew what organic was. Now we all do. Now we all want to eat organic. Um, and most supermarkets sell organic stuff. But back when he started, he was kind of like the crazy hippie who was, talking about organic and people thought, what does that mean? It has dirt in it and, you know, made fun <laughs> of him. Um, so basically he started his company. It took nine years for Stonyfield to make its first nickel. He just hung in there and hung in there. Um, and he has a great um, quote. He, he basically um, says that, um, that uh, a superior product, a good business plan, creativity, and good instincts only get you on the game board. It all comes down to the moments when you either wave a white flag and give up or say, I'm going to keep on fighting. And that the successful people are those who got back up after being repeatedly knocked down. <laughs> and and that is really true because, you know, when I look at getting there and look at all of the people in my book, every single one of them has been knocked down, but they are all where they are today because they found a way to get back up and try again or try something new, um, and that's really the name of the game. Really interesting. Now, did he talk? Now, there's been fierce competition in that marketplace from, and the whole Greek yogurt cult has uh, no, no, not, no pun on culture <laughs> has. Uh, uh, or the culture of yogurt, for that matter, um, has has really taken. Did you hear, up. Did you yeah, hear the the um, sirens? It's because I'm in New York City. <laughs> exactly. Welcome <laughs> out to, of my window here. Sorry. Complexity. Um, no problem. So Tell me about. Talk, did you talk about business and the competition, or more the story behind it and when he started? Well, he talked about competition 
a little bit, you know, when he when he was trying to get his foot in the door. So we talked about that, um, and he had to do some, you know, some creative things to get publicity and everything. But um, now they are the largest organic yogurt manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, but he had he had to really hustle um, to stay there. But I guess. What a story! Yeah, it's good, good yeah. stuff. Tell me a little bit about what other themes you used you you were able to surmise from all your interviews. Um, okay, well, one one theme. I mean, we've talked about some themes, so that's you know doing the, something you're passionate about and within your circle of competence. But uh, one theme that we haven't discussed that much was um, that careers have chapters, and. You know, what you're doing, what anyone's doing right now might not be what you're going to be doing five years from now. Um, And I think that what um, the subjects in my book have taught me is that the most important thing is just to keep your eyes open and be on the lookout for new possibilities. Like, you don't need to have everything all mapped out when you start, but you do need to be alert and you know, aware and be ready to take an opportunity if it, if it, you know, comes past you. And the other thing is, if you know you want something, then you have to create your own opportunities. You can't wait for something to be handed to you. You can't wait to be discovered. And Anderson Cooper um, was a good example of that with, you know, he couldn't get um, an entry-level job at any of the major networks. So he um, he quit his job and he went overseas and he shot stories by himself, and um, and that's how he launched his own career. He sold them back to this little Channel One, uh, which was a station that made programming for high schools, and he sold his stories to Channel One, and that's how he launched his career. So. Um, you know, you've got to create your own opportunities and be on the lookout for them. But you don't need to uh, have everything all mapped out. What was most uplifting for you of everything you learned, um, even in writing the book itself? Um, well, well, one thing, one thing that I learned is that I think um, when you hear a lesson. Uh, it'll go in one ear and out the other if you don't have a specific story attached to it or an anecdote. Uh-huh. So if I say to you, don't be afraid of failing, that's fine. But if I say to you, don't be afraid of failing because everybody in this book did and here's some examples, then the next time you fail, you don't feel so bad because you have in your mind the specific story of how Kathy Ireland tried five different businesses and failed before her billion dollar one. And, you know, if, if you're having a tough time, if you're writing a book and you're having a tough time doing it as quick as you thought you would, it's nice to know that Jeff Kinney, who, um, who's the author of diary of a wimpy kid, he spent eight years writing his first book. Um, and you know, working it, reworking it, and everything. So I I think that um, it's really uplifting to hear all of these stories, and um, and to just know you know that um, that 
nobody had it so easy. Because then when you're having a tough time, you, you feel like you're in pretty good company. What's the roughest road or journey that you, uh, that you heard about, the roughest story that anyone has uh, okay. in, in developing, building their business up? Okay. Um, I think John Paul DeGioria has an awesome story. He is um, the founder of John Paul Mitchell Hair Systems, which is a line of hair products, and um, also the Patron Tequila Company. Uh, it's called the Patron Spirits Company because it's not just tequila, but we all know the tequila, um, among many other businesses. So he is now worth billions. I don't know if it's like $8 billion or whatever, but, but listen to his story. <laughs> he, um, he was, you know, raised without much money. And when I say without much money, he re- recalls a time when between – him, his mother, and his brother, they had 27 cents between them. And they had a garden out back so they could eat. You know, it was that that, that little money. Um, and he didn't have any um, money to go to college. He went to the Navy. And then he got a series of jobs, um, and he was fired from a series of jobs. And he ended up living in his car on $2.50 a day. Um, he talks in his essay about how he did this, what he ate for breakfast, what he ate for lunch, where he showered, the whole thing. Um, and finally, he he was able to launch his business. He he ended up, a friend actually saw him living in the car and invited him to stay with her. Um, and anyway, now he's crazy successful. And one of the very interesting things I learned from him and from a bunch of others in the book was um, how instrumental an early job in sales could be for for these people's ultimate success. Um, and so he's an example. One of his early jobs was selling um, encyclopedias door-to-door. And basically, he would go from house to house, knocking on the doors, first trying to convince people to let him make a presentation. And then if they did let him make a presentation, he had to try to convince them to actually buy a set of encyclopedias for their family. Um, And he says that this taught him two things. One, it taught him to not be phased by rejection because he got door after door slammed in his face and he learned that he had to be as enthusiastic at the 16th door as he was at the first door, even though he'd had 15 slammed in his face. Um, so it taught him that. And it also really taught him to hone his powers of persuasion because you need to, you know, be, be convincing if you want to make a sale. Um, and when he started his first business, which was the um, hair care product business, he went from beauty salon to beauty salon, hawking his his shampoo and conditioner. And um, he said that about you know four out of five salons would would turn him away. But he knew better than to let that discourage him, and he persevered. And now now he's you know one of the richest people around so Mm -hmm. very interesting let's take just a brief station break back in just a minute everybody life tips will be right back after this short break 
Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis. SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit spyfu.com. That's S P Y F U.com and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Creating a website is not an easy task, and there are so many companies to choose from. How do I know which one is best? It's a big jump making your site mobile-friendly, generating sales, and answering questions with no struggles. If you want to come out on top, you need Frog on Top. At Frog on Top, we take the time to make your site generate money, not just look good. Our team of experts are WordPress savvy, and our customer service is leaps ahead. See why we say our websites are designed better by leaps and bounds by going to frogontop.com. Frog on Top, your one-stop solution for the web. Frogontop.com. 
When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the Life Tips Show, everyone. So great to have you on today, Jillian. Thanks so much for being here. Um, thank you so much for having me. If you had to choose some priority of, of these essential skills and characteristics that people have have uh, that you interviewed, you know, the, uh, skills like you know determination or passion or selling skill or vision, you know, mm-hmm. what what would what would you how would you prioritize those skill sets? Not so much how they're learned, but what do you think the characteristics overall might might fall into play? Like what I think the most important characteristics yes. would be. Yes. It's definitely the determination and the resilience. Um, uh-huh. I actually, some someone had asked me this a long time ago, and somehow that game Whack-A-Mole came into my head. Uh-huh. Do you know the game? It's it's in carnivals, and those little moles stick their head up, and you whack them over the head <laughs> yeah. with a big hammer. Uh-huh. All right, so I think that all of the people in my book are like those moles. So they, you know, because life whacks you over the head from time to time, and you could either go into your hole and not come out, or you could go into your hole, you know, learn from your mistakes, lick your wounds, then pop your head back up, and that's what you have to do. So these everybody is very, you know, resilient and determined. It's like what um what Gary Hirschberg said that they they all get knocked down and they come back up. Um, and the other thing is they're all doing something that they're passionate about. Um, and you know, um, I, and the other thing is, I think a lot of them are, are very charitable. Um, you know, uh, uh, John Paul DeGioia says success unshared is failure. Um, I don't think, I don't think that, um, the, them being charitable, you know, helps. That's not the reason why they're successful, but I think that um, that that makes them a successful person that that hmm. they're giving people. Do you find yourself writing small quotes uh, on stickies all around your house? <laughs> well, I I'm I quote these people all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I can't. I when someone's talking to me about their ch- their child and a problem a child's having in school, I'll well, you know, and I'll, I'll mm-hmm. use an example from my book. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually wrote in my acknowledgement um, section of the book. I thanked the subjects for being in. I said I quote you all very often. I'm, I wasn't kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could quote the whole book. What would you do differently if you were to take on a project of this magnitude again? Um, well, if I was to do another book, huh? You know, I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that because um, I think I think that I did. Um, I kind of did it the way I had to do it. So I guess I don't have any regrets in in what I did because um, a lot of it's not in my control, you know, like mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. who says yes. Um, but I know that if I tried a business again, um, if, if I were to go into business, I would really listen to um, to Sarah Blakely because she talks about the importance of keeping a young idea secret in the beginning because, um, you know, because discouraging remarks early on will knock you off course. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, you know, so I think that, I think that's a huge pitfall that people might have an idea or want to do something and they announce it. And then next thing you know, there's all these critics. And I think a lot of people let that get to them. You know, people, it's very easy for people to think of reasons why something won't work. Mm-hmm. Um, How important was focus for for everyone that you interviewed? Um, I think you know it, it. It's very important because if you're not focused on something, you're not going to do a great job at it. Did um, all of them tend to focus on one single business as they initially? Uh, or, or, or were some of them multi-talented? Were able to start multiple businesses? I think it's probably. Um, I mean, I, I think that they probably started with one thing. I think it's sort of all over the map with that, um, uh-huh. because you know they might do different things under one umbrella. So, uh-huh. you know, Jillian Michaels has a lot going on under her fitness and wellness and health umbrella. Yes. Well, I must say it's been a real pleasure, Jillian, interviewing you today. I've got a couple final questions for you, and I want to thank you for being on the show, for starters. Um, Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure gabbing away. (laughs) Exactly. And and, uh, tell me, who would you like to get a hold of you, and how can they get a hold of you? Oh, if anyone wants to get a hold of me? Yes. Um... Well, my email address is jillianzoesiegel at gmail.com. That's probably the most direct way. Okay. And and how about how can they get a hold of your book and purchase your books, plural? Do you have a well, website? And, and um, who would you I like to hear web- from? I have a website, but, but they can just go to um, Amazon um, or Barnes & Noble or, you know, there's books a million anyway it's sold it's sold all over uh, hopefully hopefully your local bookstore will have it wherever that is um uh 
but you know, it's it's been really nice um hearing from people who enjoy the book. Um and um and I'm just happy, you know, if it has a positive impact on anybody's life. Um it's it's really inspired me and I just hope that um that it'll inspire others, you know, even a fraction as much as, as it's inspired me. The book is Getting There, a book of mentors, and the guest is Jillian. And once again, it was just fantastic having you on the show. I look for, I'll look forward to interviewing you on your next book, whatever that is. Thank you so much. Terrific. Thanks for being here and hope your life's a little smarter, better, faster, and wiser now that you're uh, loaded up with lots of mentoring advice. And here's our guest in the background. Perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> so our, our third guest. And uh, yeah. thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.